Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. That you can see 
and I'm your Maishi. ככל שעוברים הימים, ככל שארוכים הלילות, והאמונה שאירה דרכנו עוד אינה נושבת ועד עולם תמשיך גם אם איתי נרגיש שהנה עוד רגע נעלמת
drowning in your grave. Look down, look down, don't look him in the eye. Look down, look down, you're here until you die. At the end of the day, you're another day colder. And the shirt on your back doesn't keep out the chill. And the righteous hurry past. They don't hear the little ones crying. And the guards coming up fast, ready to kill. One day nearer to dying. At the end of the day, there's another day dawning. And the sun in the morning is waiting to rise. Like the waves crash on the sand. Like a storm that'll break any second. There's a hunger in the land. There's a record these those to be reckoned. And we're gonna be free someday. I dreamed a dream in time gone by When hope was high and life worth living I dreamed that love would never die I dreamed that God would be forgiving Then I was young and unafraid And dreams were made and used and wasted There was no ransom to be paid No song unsung, no wine untasted Who am I? Can I condemn these men to slavery? Pretend I do not feel their agony. This innocent who bears my face, who goes to judgment in my place, who am I? Can I conceal myself forevermore? Pretend I'm not the man I was before. And must my name until I die be no more than an alibi? Must I lie? How can I ever face my fellow men? How can I ever face myself again? My soul belongs to God, I know. I made the bargain long ago. He gave me hope when hope was gone. He gave me strength to journey on. Watch them run amok, catch them as they fall. Never know your luck till there's a free for all. Here's a little nip. Tomorrow we'll discover what our God in heaven has in store. One more dawn, one more day, one day more. Do you hear the people sing, singing the
the song of angry men. It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. For the wretched of the earth, there is a flame that never dies. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. They will live again in freedom in the garden of the Lord. They will walk behind the plowshed. They will put away the sword. The chain will be broken and all men will have their reward. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with you? Somewhere beyond the barricade. Is there a world you long to see? Do you hear the people sing? Somewhere beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Do you hear the people sing? Say, do you hear the distant drums? It is the future that they bring when tomorrow comes. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Welcome to a Thursday on this, uh, let's see, 29th of June, day number 10 in the month of Tammuz, a week away from our three weeks format. That's right. A week from now, we'll be in the midst of the fast of Shiva Serba Tammuz. Benny Friedman, Zimesh Kachech. You heard Liba Boy done by Barry Weber. Avremo had Atata, Lamancha, Eitan Katz. We did that off of Live in Jerusalem, Volume 2. Ron Weinreich and company with La Tate. You heard the Lamiz medley with Dudu Fisher and the Maccabees. Benny Landau's Kedem. Shuvu Bunim, that's Maishi Auslander. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday, one of those days where we tell you, do not touch that dial. After all, we have a full schedule here at the Nachum Siegel Network beginning now, of course, with JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. A lot of folks hitting the road today. A lot of folks hitting the road today. After all, it's the Thursday before the big 4th of July weekend. So if you find yourself in your car, on a train, heading to the airport, wherever the case may be, make sure to uh, be tuned into the Nahum Siegel Network no matter where you are on this planet. And if you're heading to a, uh, if you're heading to a hotel somewhere, you're going to be spending time in a uh, city around the uh, North America continent or somewhere around the world. If you find yourself uh, on vacation in uh, one of the world's great uh, hotels, resorts, destinations, make sure to be tuned into NSN after all. It's easy to schlep us along. We're the app in your phone, which is the most common way that people listen, and we hope that you will listen around the world even when you're out of your regular routine. A mazal tov going out to the Lovett and uh, Zamek families. Miri and Adam Tuvia are getting married tonight, and we can't wait to celebrate. You know uh, that a special mazal tov goes out to Rochelle and Mark Zamek and their parents and uh, their entire extended family. We go way back with the Zomics, and, of course, Mark has been part uh, and one of the most important parts of what I've been able to do with JMM and the Nahum Siegel Network for the last 40 years. Mark has been one of the most important parts of this entire operation. It is uh, w- That is one of the reasons I cannot wait to celebrate the incredible occasion tonight. So Rochelle and Mark, and obviously... Uh, uh, Adam and uh, his wonderful sisters, and again, the extended family with uh, whom we go way, way back. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Okay. 
done by Yaakov Shweki. Hine Yamim, that was Avram Rosenblum and Diaspora. Maishi Menlowitz, Nachamu, Imesh Gachech, done by Benny Friedman. Barry Weber had Daliba Boy. And you're listening to JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSNF. Golly, it's all the background to our news from Israel coming up. A big thank you to everybody at Kosher Palooza. It's a nice event. It was a nice event. I was shocked at how many people showed up. And I was there for only about two and a half hours in the afternoon. I was shocked how many people I saw. Thanks to everybody who came over. A lot of great listeners. Our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, was there. It was really a beautiful and wonderful event. Uh, hey, to the uh, Kleins and everybody at Kosher Palooza, good job. Really good job. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Hashash Time. Baulpane Hudgraf, Im Mashekorea ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו הכריז רשמית פסקת ההתגברות בחוץ. ברעיון נרחב לעיתון האמריקני וול סטריט ג'ורנל הודיע נתניהו על החזרת הרפורמה המשפטית ללא פסקת ההתגברות וכי בכוונתו להגיע למחנה משותף עם המתנגדים. השר מיקי זוהר מהליכוד מותח ביקורת על הודעת ראש הממשלה וטוען בגלי צהל פסקת ההתגברות תגיע בסופו של דבר לדיון בכנסת. אנחנו מחויבים לקידום הרפורמה המשפטית. אני חושב שהרפורמה תתקדם כפי שהבטחנו, לא בקצב אולי שחשבו בהתחלה, בבליץ, אלא בתהליך יותר ארוך ומתמשך. וגם פסקת ההתגברות באחד מן, ה... באחד מן השלבים הבאים יגיע על שולחן הכנסת לדיון. וגם השר לביטחון לאומי איתמר בן גביר תקף את דברי נתניהו וכתב זוהי כניעה לשורפי איילון. מדווח כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. בן גביר תקף את הריאיון של ראש הממשלה בוול סטריט שבו אמר נתניהו כי פסקת ההתגברות ירדה מהפרק והוועדה לבחירת שופטים תובא בנוסח מרוכך ללא רוב לקואליציה. כניעה לשורפי איילון היא ניצחון לאלימות, כותב השר לביטחון לאומי. פסקת ההתגברות וחוק היועמ"שים הכרחיים. כניעה תוביל לחיזוק שלטון היועמ"שים. כך בן גביר. 
משפט נתניהו. ארנון מילצ'ן אישר בחקירתו הנגדית. נתניהו אמר לי משפט אחד בנוגע להערכת הוויזה שלי לארצות הברית, שהוא לא יכול לעזור. עוד השיב מילצ'ן בחיוב לטענות ההגנה כי אין קשר בין הסיגרים והשמפניות לבין אשרת הכניסה. כתבתנו לענייני משפט תמר שונמי מציינת כי ראש הממשלה נתניהו הגיע לפני זמן קצר לבית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים ורעייתו שרה נוכחת באולם בו מעיד מילצ'ן בברייטון שבאנגליה. אליפות אירופה בכדורגל עד גיל 21 אחרי ההעפלה ההיסטורית של נבחרת ישראל לרבע גמר התחרות, מאמן הנבחרת גיא לוזון שוחח עם אריק בנאדו ועידן קבלר בתוכנית עושים ספורט לקראת המשחק הגורלי מול נבחרת גיאורגיה. אני שמח מאוד שהשחקנים וכל הכללים השחקנים הפגינו בגרות, יכולת, הפגינו שקט, אמונה, ו- וזה מה שחשוב. אבל אם לא נשאר צנועים, כרוכים ועקביים, אז המומנטום ייעלם מהר מאוד. הרי אתם יודעים כמה קשה מאוד לבנות וכמה קל להרוס. מזג האוויר, היום מעונן חלקית עד בהיר. בסוף השבוע תחול עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, בעיקר בהרים ובפנים הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורכת עמית נגבי. Hey, hey. 
מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים?
JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday on this 29th of June, day 10 in the month of Tammuz. Good morning. A week from today, it's Shavasar Batamuz, beginning of our three weeks format. It'll be a fast day a week from today. Oh, boy. What a week next week. Monday, a lot of people off. Fourth of July weekend. Tuesday, the actual Fourth of July holiday. Thursday, a fast day. I can't keep up with how crazy this upcoming week is. Whew. Absolute craziness, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Yeah, crazier things have happened, I guess. JMNAM, good morning and welcome, and thanks for joining us, everybody, on this Thursday. Want to take this opportunity to wish a very, very special Mazel Tov to the Lovett and Zomik families. Tonight, Miri and Adam Tuvia are getting married. And as many of you know, the Zomik family and the Siegel family goes way, way further back than you think. That's how far back we go. And um, I don't have to tell you what Mark Zomik and his family does for this network and how he has gladly done all of this for decades uh, since we first met, my God, many, many, many years ago. So tonight we get to celebrate with the Zomics, Rochelle, Mark, the entire family, the extended family, which means so much to us. The Lovitz and the Zomics have a wedding tonight. Miri and Adam Tuvi are getting married. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM and extending extending a Mazel Tov wish to the extended Lovett, Dickstein, Zamek, and Weinberg families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to the big celebration. That is for sure. Uh, kudos to those responsible for Kosher Palooza. I had a good time there yesterday. Met a lot of great people, including many wonderful listeners, young and old. It was really a wonderful day in New Jersey. Hope they do it again. I hope they bring it back next year. I, people enjoyed it a lot. Uh, so, again, a big thank you to those responsible for Kosher Palooza. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Um, Boker Tov saw you on the live stream at kosher.com yesterday. Avrami was the video man. With PLC. What does PLC mean? I don't even know what that means. Uh, ZK was the was the video man. If you saw me on camera, it was likely ZK who was there. Um, anyway. Again, thanks everybody who comments on the app. Also, a uh, reminder... That is Thursday, which means that today is the day that Kedem presents our Erev Shabbos show with the aforementioned Mark Zomik. He's not giving up the show tonight. Yeah, it might air during the chuppah, but trust me, he will have prepared uh, prepared it in advance. That I can guarantee you. Uh, tonight, Kedem presents the Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zomik at 7 p.m. Tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, very much looking forward to it as usual. It is one of our most popular shows. If you subscribe to 24-6, and I know a lot of people in this audience have taken on that service, uh, 24-SIX, 24-6, they are carrying our Erev Shabbos show presented by Kedem each and every week. So kudos to them, and uh, thanks to all of you for listening to us, no matter what platform you are finding us on. It's much appreciated. Brand new from the folks at Thank You Hashem. This one's called Hashem is One, and this is JM in the AM. 
J.M. in the A.M., Lizzie Klatsko with Kilo Yitosh. Thursday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Greatly appreciate those who came over during uh, yesterday's Kosher Palooza. And a lot of wonderful listeners, a lot of great people out there. From a lot of different areas. They attracted people from a lot of different places, I must say. Afi Koman. <laughs> yes, he's why he explained to me yesterday that that this is the actual name of the artist, Afi Koman from the from the uh, from the Hashem. Uh, thank you, Hashem group, with the song Hashem is one that's brand new here at JM and the M. Afi Koman. He explained it to me. You should have seen it. It was funny. It was it was a funny 
bit, as Yossi Zweig was explaining to me, that this this is how you pronounce it. This is how he uh, has incorporated the word to be his name. Afi Koman. Uh, JM and the AM on a Thursday morning here. Uh, don't forget, weekly update tomorrow. Malcolm Holmline joins us at 7.40 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Weekly update with all the news from Israel and the Jewish world. 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Mazal Tov to the, uh, the Zomics and the Lovitz. The uh, wedding is tonight. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Again, a big thank you to everybody who was responsible for Kosher Palooza. So our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, he was there yesterday. Yeah, Ralph and I, we should have flown straight from Kosher Palooza to Oakland. That's what we should have done. We would have been sitting there when a New York Yankee pitched a perfect game last night, but neither he nor I thought of it. We saw each other yesterday. We literally could have gone straight to Newark Airport from Kosher Palooza. Ralph, why didn't we think of that, huh? Anyway, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Avas Yisrael is something that each and every one of us needs to work on every day of our lives. The Kesef Mishnah, the commentary on the Rambam, asks, how is it possible that Avram Avinu was so different from those that taught and learned Torah before him. We know that Noach learned Torah. Hashem told him, take seven pairs of clean animals and two, a male and a female, of the unclean animals. Likewise, we know that Shem and Aver had a yeshiva with many students. So how is it that the 2,000 years of Torah start with Avram Avinu? The Medrash Rabbah tells us in the name of Rebbe Lazar, that if the entire world was gathered to create something, they couldn't even create a fly. Yet the Torah tells us, Esanefesh, the souls that Avram and Sarah made in Charon. The Medrash tells us, this refers to people who they had brought under the wings of the Divine Presence. Because whoever brings someone closer to Hashem, it's as if He has created them. The Medrash Shira Shirim, brings it one step closer. Avram Avinu brought them into his house. He fed them. He gave them drink. He showed them love. He brought them close and gathered them under the wings of the Shechina. This is the secret of Avram Avinu's achievements. In order to be successful in outreach, a person has to accommodate the physical needs before accommodating the spirituality of the individual. Every person who entered into Avram Avinu's house, they felt welcome. Not only did he give them food, but he asked each individual what they liked to eat. Each guest felt like Avram Avinu really cared about his well-being. When the visitor came to thank Avram for the hospitality, Avram Avinu would explain he didn't give him anything. He was merely a pipeline, a conduit from heaven. Everything was from Hashem. He would ask his guests, to express their gratitude to Hashem for all that they received. We learned that even Nimrod, the mighty hunter, the son of Cush, the grandson of Cham, was a guest of Avram Avinu. When he was ready to leave after a few days, Avram Avinu gave him a bill, which shocked Nimrod. Avram Avinu, though, offered to cancel the bill if he would only thank his host, Hashem Yisparach. In this way, 
Avraham Avinu demonstrated to all of us how to effectively impress on our fellow man to come closer to Hashem. It was the ultimate expression of Ahavas Abrios, true love for our fellow man. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
difference of opinion and still stay friends do you remember when what we believed didn't matter and we could talk and get along until the end it's a different world with technology and advancements it's not like the one that I grew up in Oh, 
שלא אוי לו, תמתיק, תמתיק, תמתיק. ריבוי לוי שלא אוי לו, תמתיק, תמתיק, תמתיק. אמתקות, אמתקות, ישועות, ישועות, רפואות, רפואות. אמתקות, אמתקות!
Good morning, master of the world. Good morning, master of the world. Hi, boy, Good morning, master of the world. I boy J.M. in the A.M. with Avramo. It's Avram Freed with his Boker Tov Ribono Shalom, a recent release here 
at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard uh, Shmuley Klein with the dance selection, Lenny Solomon with Do You Remember, and Simcha Liner with those Baruch, Rabbi Baruch Chait compositions that he uh, covered recently here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It's a Thursday morning broadcast, and this one is brand new from Noam Cornwasser at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Noam Cornwasser on this Thursday morning broadcast. Hey, it's Thursday. You know what that means. It means you don't touch that dial all day long. Amazing programming here at the Nahum Siegel Network all through the day, right after J.M. in the A.M. All of our usual Thursday uh, features. In addition to that, don't forget that on Thursday, we've got the incredible Thursday live lunch as conducted by uh, Yossi Zweig. That happens at 11 a.m. Eastern time. At... Um, 7 p.m. tonight, Mark Zamek will host the uh, Erev Shabbos show presented by our friends at Kedem. Now, that might sound really unusual knowing that tonight's the big simcha in the Zamek family, but Mark is not shirking his responsibility. He has prepared a great show for tonight. It will air at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And... Um, and that's going to be just at the time that we're celebrating this evening. A very, very big mazel tov going out to the Lovett and Zamek families. Miri and Adam Tuvi are getting married tonight, Bezrat Hashem. Uh, many of you, as I said earlier, are aware of just how far back the Zamek and Siegel families go and just how incredible uh, the friendship I have with Mark and his family is, that we have, I should say. And in addition to that, of course, everything that Mark's done for this network over the last 40 years, which if it, I, I literally, if I had to list it, it would take the entire morning to do so. So I take this opportunity to let everybody know how much I'm looking forward to being there tonight when M Miri and Adam Tovia get married. Mazal tov to the Lovett and Dickstein and Zamek and Weinberg families from all of us here at JM in the AM. And we should, con should continue to celebrate many, many smachot. Simple as that. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, we've invited Basia Kovacs into our studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey, on the worst day that we could possibly invite someone like Basia Kovacs, a health and wellness coaching expert, to our radio show. And I say it that way because uh, it is the day after Kosher Palooza, a day after someone like myself is snacking on. Everything from uh, cookies and candy, uh, then eventually uh, uh, taking stuff off charcuterie boards and having some of that. And I am assuming that Basia Kovacs would recommend other things to stay healthy and well compared to what we normally snack on. In fact, before I introduce her, I will give her fair warning that she's speaking to somebody who's probably doing the absolute worst thing he could possibly do uh, in his pursuit of getting a little bit back into better shape. I'm literally fasting the majority of the day from like 4 a.m. when I wake up until about 6 p.m. I did that yesterday also, by the way. Uh, I did all my snacking toward the very end of uh, Kosher Palooza. And, uh, and then, of course... It came time to have a little bit of dinner last night, and I found I found myself <laughs> indulging. I, when I tell, by the way, by the way, you're on now, and and when I okay. and when I tell you what I did indulge on, you you may just walk out of here. You may just say this is ridiculous, okay. or you may say I'm emblematic. I have of, a client. <laughs> exactly. What do you mean? You may say I'm so <laughs> best day that ever I'm, that I'm emblematic of people in my community. You know what I what I did for dinner last night? I actually. 
I actually went ahead and made myself a couple of salami sandwiches. Okay, so, so this is classic. I really wrapped up a day of health and wellness in a way that you would probably not recommend. Okay. And welcome to you, by the way. Thank you so Great much. Great to have you Thank here. Thank you for having me here. It took me a couple extra minutes because I had to go to a different town first. But <laughs> Most people don't I have am. trouble finding T-neck, frankly. I, right. I would have wanted T-neck. It would have been no problem. So, Angwood. Anyway, so I would like to say that it is the absolute best day to um, be following well, up you, after one that second, show. One second. You were at Kosher Palooza. Yes. Now, you got to do this for me, even though I'm sure you think it's ridiculous. Did you snack yesterday or not? I was working. That's not a fair question. When you're behind the booth, there's no day. Oh, you no were actually nothing. in one of the yes, actual I had a booths. Booth. Yes, I was oh, showing this product. Got it. Because when yes. I saw you, we were sort of both walking but, around. But so. I'll tell you that when I've gone to Kosher Fest in right. the past, um, I would like to try things, but I don't want to come home feeling like a garbage can. <laughs> and so I've actually done this where I've given mm -hmm. a friend that I was coming with a $100 bill and they keep it under their windshield. And I tell them if I take more than three things, <laughs> then I'm. Three items. Three items. Of anything. Of anything, then the $100 is theirs. So there you are more concerned about volume than volume. what you were eating. And that's really what I, and that's really what I teach. But I think that right. it was great for you to be sharing this with your audience. <laughs> what happens when we undereat is that there's right. usually usually a backlash where you overeat but can i okay yes. so i know we have a million things to talk we have a million about things to talk about but how much time do we have but i but i, I have to tell you <laughs> i like to talk and you know i mean you know me a long time yes. you know that i'm i'm up there in terms of you know in terms of age average age in the community i'm on the higher end i mean and i just relatively. feel so great yeah. when i fast for 14 straight hours i feel great I'm and not, then okay and then i feel great when i have that meal after 14 straight hours of fasting and let me ask you this when when you have that meal Meal after 14 right. hours of fasting, do you feel good the whole time, or is there a switching point where now you feel like, oh, oh there's definitely I a switching point. That's it. There's always an overdoing. There's over and over. So somebody came but over you know to me the, yesterday. But you know what the problem is? Yeah. The problem is that if I would start somewhere in those 14 hours to eat, yeah. I would never stop eating. That's a myth. Can that's I, a can myth. I, can I dispel that myth? Go ahead. Okay. That's like a prisoner's <laughs> mindset. It's like fast, 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 and then go crazy. So you have a lot of people, I don't want to say you, a lot of people have this belief that they'll they'll like under eat and they'll just lose the weight and then they'll ease their way into right. like balance. Because if but, I skip a meal or two a day, I yeah. do notice some the weight loss. How's it, but how is it working out overall? It, it's it's not the most it's not yeah. the, the best it, yeah and I'm not, not judging you it yeah, just, I'm, this is for our audience fun is the wrong yeah. word I was gonna say it's not the most fun way of right. doing it it's not the most practical way of right. doing it okay so a couple of things are going on here but the first thing is that nobody goes into a starvation diet or a strict day or just no eating because they're busy with the intention of overdoing it after correct they go in with the intention of easing into normal Do after you know, I, I but know the I keep body it, doesn't allow i know, it. I, I, know I keep <laughs> yes. interrupting you i apologize i'm the queen of interrupting usually they say that I'll when i interrupt you. the guest it means i'm very enthusiastic about <laughs> good, the topic good do you know what i do after you know what i'm gonna do next thursday what i'm gonna fast next thursday yeah, because it's, it's a fast day yeah. do you know what i'm gonna do at nine o'clock next thursday yeah. night yeah i'm going to my, say to myself okay if you go to sleep right now yeah. and wake up at 4 a.m., yeah. which I do every day, yeah. it'll be a million times better than starting to eat after this fast because... So you're going to not break your fast. No, I'll break it. But, you, but you'll but do I the partying the next of day. Of the last 100 fast days yes. where I have said to myself, yeah. I'm going to eat very little and then go to sleep. How, how's your record? 
I would say I'm three and ninety-seven. Three and ninety-seven. Three Thank times, you. Thank three you. times Thank it worked, you. and Thank ninety-seven you. times I overate. Somebody at night. came over to me and said, "Why don't you have a cleanse, like a three-day cleanse?" And right. then, right, I said, "Because I actually care about my clients, and every single client will go and do this cleanse with the intention of knock off five or seven pounds right. and then ease into it." But it doesn't work, and that is why they keep doing trying it again. But the body rebels. There's a physiological response to your body doesn't know that there's food everywhere. Your body just knows. My mind knows it. Your, no, but my your, eyes know your it. Your body thinks that you are in, I don't know, 1000 BCE and there's a raw of barats. Okay? There's no right. food. A lockdown right. on food. Right. There's a lockdown. Okay? <laughs> so then your your body's job is to protect you. And so the first thing it does is it slows your metabolism. That's nothing that we want ever because right. it's protecting. It's like your batteries on storage. Even right? if it's only 14 hours. The longer you do it, the worse it is. Right? right. The, the second st- stage that happens is that when it sees food, it says store, store, um, um, t- you know, t- uh, right. collect, more, collect. More, more. Collect more and more more. So even if you have good intentions in your mind, it, the body usually almost always doesn't allow for it. And people make this mistake over and over and over again before they actually are clued in that it's happening. And so if I would do a three-day cleanse for my clients, the plan would be, or people do these balls behind the ears or they stick shots in themselves, right. their plan is not to gain it back. Their plan is to ease into a maintenance and plan. And the newest thing is the, the fasting Ozempic. pills, right? Yeah, those Ozempic or the pills or the shots. They're, they're, nobody's planning on gaining it back. They're all planning, everybody's planning on just easing into a maintenance Have you met plan. people who don't gain it back? I've met people who started gaining it back and called me in a panic. Right, Way but more do you, have those. you met people who have never Well, those people it. don't come to me. So I wouldn't know. You've never gained it back? I mean, the people who've been doing- That would mean you don't have successful clients? No, for Ozempic, let's no, say. No, I'm saying in general. Do oh, you meet sure, people? but they got to keep doing my, my the way I do it. They got to keep doing it, which is eating. I mean, my, I have friends- My whole thing is eat. I have you friends- You see, my whole thing is eat. Right, not, I, have, I have friends who've had drastic weight loss yeah. over the years. I don't yeah. want to say drastic, meaning yeah. in a month, but they yeah. they paid attention to yeah. it. And now it's amazing to me that they're able to keep this skeletal look. The ones look. who did that did it slow and steady. And they're able to maintain it. It's very that. rare to do that with I, banding and sleeving and shaking. And, and, All right. and Before we get into what you're about to tell us, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I want to. I, I know. I just want to tell people how to find you because there are people who might be tuning out. And they want to learn more about all this. So Basia Kovacs is available uh, as a coach, right? That would yes. be the way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, go to the website, mybkcoaching.com, mybkcoaching.com. And when we say you're a coach, yeah. you're a coach of... Transformation. Of eating exclusively, no diet, ex- I'm, uh, no I'm, exercise, just, uh, just I'm diet? Known for, I'm known for helping people lose weight. I recently went, on, went out on my own and I transitioned into a different model where... Part of it is the strategic piece, which is, as you're hearing, eat and right. eat early and eat often and boost your metabolism eat and don't often. get starving. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but the, that's just the strategic piece. The second piece is a lot of people really do know how to eat well and balanced, and they might even have a good strategy, but then there's the emotional eating, which will right. negla- negate all str- strategies. Or Shabbos and Yantif. Or Shabbos and Yantif right. needing strategies for that, but that's still strategic. Right. I find that even if you have a good strategic plan, and most people don't, so they need that, then they have the mindset piece, which is two parts. There's emotional regulation, which is I had a hard day. I just want to eat or I'm worried about my teenager. I just want to eat or my husband made me upset. I just want to eat. Right. That's the emotional regulation. And the other piece is the mindset piece is generally about weight loss, which is that black and white thinking all or nothing. I anyway messed up. I might as well keep going. I feel like a failure. Because when you're an extreme person. You feel like that's the only strategy that ever works yes. in any area of yes. life, including this one. And even if it's one. not working, it's like, oh, well, well, I wasn't strong enough to right. keep it off. Let me try again. Correct. Right. And we have, we have a high-functioning community. 
and we have a lot of people who are crushing it in a lot of areas and so they but have not this, this area but and they have this you know and so they have this mindset of why can't i get this perfect and the answer is because perfect or extreme or restricted really is not the name of the game here the name of the game here is good enough that's it, Get right? But then what comes along with that slow and steady is frustration and why is this taking so long right. and resilience. And all however, that. however, yeah. you have to admit yeah. that even if you're encouraging people to eat yes. regularly, we'll yes. call it that for now because you haven't really described the program right. yet. I will. But even though you're encouraging people to eat regularly, you still have to admit that 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 adhering to that schedule is almost as difficult as adhering to my Guaranteed. 14 hours of fasting. Guaranteed. But let me ask you this. If you had to choose self-control or proactive approach to staying fed, and you don't have to answer me the answer that I want, because but self-control. I know, what you, I know what you're, where you're so getting. fasting is not the hard part. Fasting, right. The self-control after is the hard part. Right. right? So if you had to choose the, the self-control after versus stay on top of eating and again you have like a unique job and a unique schedule so you would be a little more tricky i think i'd have to i'd have to figure that out but for a lot of people it's the responsibility of taking yourself as if you were your child you would never let your child go for eight hours without food you'd never let your child skip breakfast or snack or lunch or recess or come home and eat nothing and if your kid was missing lunch you'd run to school and bring it to them right and so we somehow think that once we're adults we're above that or beyond that or don't need that but right. we feel, but I feel like I don't need it. Yeah, but we are feeling... I feel better when I don't eat. it working out for you? <laughs> I know, but I feel better when I don't so eat. Here, so here's the thing. But how do you feel after you overate? Terrible. So which is worse? The over, the over I would say they're both pretty bad. They're both pretty bad. <laughs> okay, so then, you're, then so my clients are the ones who have discovered... By the way, that 10 this, years ago, I may have two, said that part is right. worse. Okay. But now I'm getting to an age where okay. eating is not nearly as important. Right. So, so most of my clients have discovered that part two, which is that they overdid it after they underdid it, is more uncomfortable and making them feel worse and physically you know just it's not working on the body on the scale um that's the ones who find me can i ask you a personal question of course is this a journey you were ever on or you never yes. really had to no, this drift is, into this, this whole is, thing well it's a journey that i was on it's a journey that i'm very passionate about because when i was in high school which is i don't want to say supposed to be like the greatest years and oh, like, they're usually good years they're yeah. good years but also people like feel good then and like the, at, at 30 or 40 or 50 they start feeling you know the, they right. have a bunch of kids or whatever right. and the problem right i was at my heaviest in high school i was not comfortable in my skin when you're not comfortable in your skin you're not comfortable right so you're like emo like with people and relationships right so i and that was part of my like formative years high school is still young you know so in my formative years i really was not comfortable even though i wasn't huge but i was you know 30 pounds heavier than i am now and i just wasn't comfortable in my body and i had to figure out a strategy took a couple attempts um but i started feeling really passionately about just getting people to feel good in their bodies and also what came along with it more recently is even if people have a good strategy why aren't they doing it and that i feel strongly about also which is the emotional you know the the emotional pieces but it does come from my core my, my core high school experiences where i just didn't feel good in my body i needed to lose weight and needed to find a way so you yeah. have tremendous sympathy yes for any boy or girl yes that is in that situation in high school tremendous sympathy i think and it, it is boys and girls it's boys should. and girls and i think that those are formative years you're developing your identity right then and if you don't feel good in your body and you don't feel that, that confidence that you're just good in your skin which by the way Everybody should feel healthy and well, and everybody should feel good in their skin at no matter, you know, at no matter, you know, no matter what size, because at least start feeling good, you know, that you can feel, you don't have to be right. at your goal weight to feel good in your well, skin. Well, I will argue. But I empathize with that feeling very strongly. I would argue you only feel good 
at that age if you're able to be comfortable interacting with other people. Yeah, and if yeah, you're not comfortable yeah. because of the way you look, yeah, exactly. that's a, that, you know, two strikes exactly. against you at it's that two age. two strikes against you. So I faked it and I had good friends and I was confident and, you know, I appeared confident, but I remember the feeling of not being comfortable in my body and I don't want that for anybody at any age. And okay. when clients come into me and they say, this is the heaviest I ever was, my heart breaks because that's, that's, that's like, ooh. All right, so give me another couple of minutes before we get into this whole thing yes. here. Yes. It, 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 um, and and look, you're you're not only an expert in this area of health and wellness, but obviously you know our community. Yes. When when there are high schoolers, yes, right. Let's say thirteen to eighteen years old, yeah, who are in the situation you just described, yeah. Very often, they are going in a very drastic direction. Yes. And that's really scary. Yes. And there's so, a lot of disordered eating patterns, and it doesn't come from a bad place. They just don't know a better way. It's scary. Right, I, but I, but thank God, I'm, I'm making an assumption, yeah. you, and you don't have to share one way or the other. Yeah. It, it sounds like you didn't go in that direction. No, no. I actually I actually just first, first found Weight Watchers, which was helpful. Then I went to Israel, and I made, and everyone's afraid to gain, I, yeah. I shouldn't say everybody. And a I'm lot of people think you gain in Israel. Are, and by the way, I just want to add that if people are comfortable in their skin and they're not at right. the doctor's goal weight or whatever, those are not my clients. Like, God bless you. You, you know, as long as you're healthy, you, you should feel good however, you know, however you are. Um, but I didn't go down a, um, an eating disordered path, but I was struggling with it, especially in seminary. I made up a rule for myself, no Mizonos, no Hamotzi. Right. I was so weak. I was living on gummies because I decided gummies are shahakal. Oh, you didn't, same say no, you didn't say no sugar? I didn't say no because I didn't know anything. That's what I'm trying to say. So teenagers really don't, uh, some do, but teenagers really don't have a strategy for, to be able to maintain a healthy body weight, enjoy the foods they love, um, get the energy from the foods they love, not feel hungry, not feel deprived, and keep their weight down. That's something that I do. And was that something you were able to maintain? Yes. And Years that, later, that you're, was, I'm saying you're, you're still you know very... Me, you know me for my entire married life. Right. Which is now 20 years, which so is you're right very, after that. So you're very careful about how mozi Amazonas till this day. I eat every single food in moderation. And I try to choose nourishing foods. And this is what I tell my clients. Choose nourishing foods because they'll actually close your appetite. Except Aside from like cake and cookies, which will open your appetite. And now you haven't actually done anything to, to, to be full and satisfied. And also choose nourishing food because it's Hashem's bounty and blessing. Right. right. All right, so I know we're jumping around here, little, but but <laughs> but I hope everyone's having fun out there. So now the Shabbos and Yontif thing. Right. You, you just said everything in moderation. Now, right. honestly, and I was thinking about this last night. I rarely think about stuff like this pre-interview, but as I'm, I'm on my so way, honored. as I'm on my way back from Kosher Palooza last night, I'm thinking about the following. You have to admit, yeah. as as holy as the traditional Jewish dishes are, yes. and I'm referring, of course, to your re regular Friday night Shabbos. Yeah. They are some pretty bad dishes. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, they are some. Okay. We're eating I'm stuff not, that I'm really mo no. most stomachs would prefer not to have. Well, you get two on Shabbos. <laughs> to the Shami Yisera, it's a whole myth. You get two. <laughs> okay. So let me let me talk a little bit about that. So first of all, a lot of what we do, covered Shabbos, is covered our baich. Let's right. be honest, right? Exactly. Meaning 20 years ago, there 10 years ago, there were no meat boards. 20 years ago, there wasn't even the whole dip spread. So you went from your fish to your chicken or meat. You had one or two side Yop dishes. Yeah, but it wasn't like this. It's gotten of course not, right. It's gotten nuts, right? Um, I believe that there's no such thing as good food and bad food. There's nutritious food, and then there's less nutritious food, right? And I think that we should be able to have all of it. But let me ask you something: How much kugel is the right amount for you? Because, half a piece. Well, okay, and half how, a piece of kugel yeah. would be perfect. And how much kugel is? But do you know what I eat? Guilt and regret. 
<laughs> Six pieces, eight pieces, well, I would, half a can. I, I would say at this point, even more than two would yeah. be guilt and regret. Yeah, so then we have to find that balance where it's just right. And I know that, right, and I teach this, and I teach how to, you know, and also if it's- Someone a, can learn to eat half a piece of kugel. Yes, because they're also, you have to remember that they're not coming from, I just starved the whole day. They're coming from my whole strategy, which is I ate breakfast and snack and lunch and fruits and snack and I drink my water and now it's Erev Shabbos, so I recommend having a couple ounces extra protein because it's a very long day. And now show me how much kugel you need. Not want, but like need. We'll call it a need, right? right? We got this amount. But under those circumstances, I could still argue with you that I will have too much kugel in that circumstance. Yes, but then I would ask you to figure out a plan to not, meaning first we want to make sure that we're set up for success by not coming from a whole Friday and having eaten nothing and then there's piping hot kugel. Once we're fed, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, fruits, vegetables, uh, Arab Shabbos, a piece of chicken, now tell me how much kugel you need and now tell me how much you're going to stick, how we're going to stick to it right and stick to it might mean leave and let the rest of the family have stick to it might mean put a hundred dollars on the table and until you get into the habits of it and in or might mean taking a little bit more because it's still better than what you were doing but also most people are coming from their perspective so they're saying there's no way i can have one piece of kugel right they're not realizing that they're actually set by the time they're coming there they're not from a whole day and they're exhausted and starving so we're mixing and matching the feeling of hunger that we had, but we're on our strategy. We're on the strategy already. So it actually pans out and so it's, it's successful. Stra- it, it, but it takes an education to learn a strategy. It, yes, especially a, you know, especially a strategy that is not dictatorial, meaning I'm not telling you eat these five breakfasts. I worked in a nutrition company in the past and it was a fantastic diet, but it was still a diet, which meant here's your five meals, here's your five, here's the five foods, whatever it is. And then we'll make exceptions to the rule if we need to, right? My whole thing is I don't tell you what to eat. Um, I give you I give you um, a framework for how to eat it to maximize your metabolism, which is eat early, eat often, and early. So if you're eating nothing all day and eating at night, you're already working out. You're, you get your yeah. I can help you. I already ruined the plan. <laughs> you ruined the plan, but you get what I'm saying. And then you know, and then I give and then I teach them how to portion control. And so I'm not telling you eat this and this and this. It's not a diet. It's a strategic system for not eating a half a pan of kugel. It's a strategic, because most people, if you ask them, what is your downfall? It's not the extra tablespoon in the mayonnaise right. that, that a nutritionist will get you worrying about. It's the challah kugel cake, doubles of supper, simchas, yantif. So, so that's not, where the magic is. So you're not walking into someone's house and dumping the cholent. No, you're, you're just telling no, them, no. here's how you need to enjoy the cholent. The only time I tell people to remove a food is if they're trying and they keep just messing it up. And we call it a trigger food. And we say, let's pause on this for a little bit and right. find an alternative and bring it back when you feel a little stronger. I'm related to some people that have had great success with gluten-free diets. Yeah. I've had, I know people who've had great success with no sugar, meaning yeah. what you just said. I'm yeah. not eating challah, I'm eating cake, anything right. that's sweet, right. you know, and right. cakey. Right. And, and, and they've lost weight. And they've they, kept it off. And they've kept it off, yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. Right. That's fantastic. So that I, works for them. Yeah, they, yeah and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not super stuck on, you know, my, my, the, even my strategy. The right. only pieces that I'm stuck on on my strategy is you got to eat. You right. can't just go and you, about And you don't want to be told that I can't do it. You can right. do it, just right. know, so I'll work let with me anybody's, help you do it. Yeah, exactly. But I, you know, the... The, the one piece that I'm like mockbit on, mockbit on is you have a responsibility to take care of, not you, I'm not preaching. No, everybody, right, I get it. To take care of this goof that Hashem gave you, and that you means know, feeding it. I think about this all the time. Yes. I really do. I think yeah. about this all the time. People may think I'm nuts, but my listeners who are familiar with me may not think I'm that crazy. Yeah. It, it is an abomination, and I'm sorry for using <laughs> such a strong word. It's an abomination that he has given us this body, in, yeah. my, in my case, this yes, body, yes. 
and that I have the nerve to abuse it the way I do. And I'm not talking about An doing, abomination I'm not talking about, I'm not, perfect word. I'm not talking about dangerous activities, right, right. which which we likely have to be careful about anyway. Right, right. I'm talking about how on earth <laughs> do I take this body and, and give it a liquid other than water? I, I would assume okay. you're, you're a big water person, right? No, no, this is oh, you're my not? hardest, it's my hardest thing. It's my hardest thing is water just because I don't get thirsty. Um, I get- Oh, I assumed you'd yeah. walk in there with one of these jugs like did everybody else. Did you see? I didn't. No, you didn't. I yeah. didn't because I, I'm being honest with my, with the listeners is that the one challenge I do have is drinking water. I don't like it, and I just doesn't. You drink anything? Yep. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> coffee, I, I assume. No, I would like to drink coffee, but I hate it. So I drink a little bit of Coke Zero, and everybody knows this already, so I'm just right. saying it. So I drink some Coke Zero. I try to push my water. And you I don't dilute it with water. water or anything? No, I can't. That I, you wouldn't I, do. Yeah, that I wouldn't do. But I try to keep it to like one small one a right. day and then drink water. But I push myself to drink the water. I don't get thirsty. I Something right. something about but it. But isn't that funny it. that I feel that way? Yeah. That how do I have the nerve? Yeah. I know some guys, you know, at real athletes. Yeah. From athletes. Yeah. Who, who would never dream I know. of putting a piece of cholent or right. kugel in their body right. because right. because they, the body is their temple. The body you know, they, is your temple. Right, and they it's treat it that way. And, yes. and, and, and it's admirable. Yeah. The way they look, the way yeah. they carry themselves yeah. is admirable. They feel that way. I, I feel it's a tremendous chutzpah yeah. that I abuse this body in that way, the way I do. Yet I'll still be at the wedding tonight and right. no doubt overeat at that smorgasbord. Right, right. Okay. So listen, I think Shomer Psalm Hashem will forgive us. I, I don't hope. know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not God. But I do feel like we should at least give ourselves what we would want for our children, right. right? Because we have that responsibility. Nobody's doing it for us. Who's going to do it? We all need the same thing, which is our physical and emotional needs met. And I do think that my whole strategy is based on what I told you. You can't be hungry and you can't be deprived. Right, so go ahead. You got to eat. Wow. Eat. Okay. So yeah. tell us the strategy. One okay. wakes up in the morning. So I'm not going to go into the details because this is what I get to pay big bucks for, but you <laughs> got to eat early. This is really not because I really go into the emotional regulation piece, which I want to talk about. Oh, but gosh. you got to eat early. You got to eat often. You got to end early. You got to portion control. More than that, end you got to pay me the big bucks. End early means what time? 7. PM. PM. Yeah. Interesting. I actually find that in the winter you got to end a little earlier, and in the summer you could end you get you can end a right. little bit later. Just so if you're at an event, yeah. Yeah. you have to be really careful because yes. a lot of times these main courses are being served at eight thirty nine. Yeah. So I have a I have a policy that my clients know that if any time they're going to be served dinner after eight, which is an event, a simcha, going right. out to eat at a restaurant, whatever, eat some protein and veg before you go, and then cho- and then choose moderately with the understanding that you're eating there anyway. So there's only two questions: Are you eating there while starved, or are you eating there while satisfied? And so I would say. Eat a little bit before you go, and you'll make better decisions everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Blowing your mind here. To say the least. Yeah. All right, so one wakes up in the morning. Go ahead. Oh, wait. <laughs> so that's oh. it. So, no, so I don't, I don't, that's really it. It's eat early, eat often. No, but you have to tell early. us what we're eating. No, I don't. That's the magic. You don't have to go on a diet. I give you some structure. It's, you, this is why it's so beautiful is I don't give a diet. I give you some guidelines. So I'll tell you to have a carb and a protein and I will teach you how to portion control. Then I'll tell carb you Carb doesn't mean a donut, does it? No, but I just want to ask you this question right now. If I would eat two donuts today and nothing else. Right. Lose or, or gain. Obviously. Well, if you had my body, I'd say lose. I would also lose. Oh, would you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so can we establish that do, donuts do not make you gain weight? Right. If eaten properly, oh, they will oh, not make you okay, gain weight. Okay, good. If, if I, I fast let me ask you th- another question. If I fast next Thursday <laughs> yeah. and have a donut and coffee at the end of the fast and, that and go to sleep, I'll be five pounds lighter. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so, so far we're on track. Good. Right. I have another question. If I go to Costco and I take those, nobody could see me, but like this body-sized bag right. of stone ground, all natural tortilla chips, right. and I eat the whole thing, right? And then I go and eat a watermelon, and then I eat a bucket of quinoa. Lose or gain? Gain. Yeah. So, 
I'm not saying go eat garbage, but I am saying that I don't have to tell everybody to eat. You don't always have to eat healthy, but you always have to portion control. So I'm not going to give you this wake up in the morning and do this. I'm going to tell you breakfast, snack, lunch, fruit, another snack, dinner, or dinner and then another snack, depending on your schedule. But a guy like but, me needs to and know And then what I'll teach you to portion control. And I'll teach you, but this is also part of the strategy. But a guy like me needs to know what to have for dinner. You, then a guy like you would probably sign up with me. <laughs> oh, and then you would tell me. <laughs> and then I would oh, tell okay. you. okay, so you no, do but go. I'm, it's not, no, it's not, because I wouldn't tell you eat five ounces of protein. You want to know what I what I tell you real quick? You wouldn't for say dinner? Ch- you wouldn't say chicken and broccoli. I want to ask you a question. If you ate breakfast, snack, lunch, snack on time, like I told you, right. right? And now it's dinner. Can you picture an amount of dinner that's too little and you're starved? Can you picture it? No, but psychologically. No, no, no just no, just just I'm, I'm, the answer is no. The answer is no. Can you no. picture what's too little? You can picture an amount that's too little. I could. This little chicken, it's too we little. We a drumstick. Yeah, I'm okay. going to be hungry. Okay. Right. Can you picture an amount of dinner that's too much and now you're of you, course. Oh, good. Can you picture an amount of dinner that you know if you stick to this, you will be able to go through the day and you lost weight? Yes, I could do that. There's your portion control and you don't need me. Right. And the same thing for... So, the problem so, is... So I just taught you the, the million dollar strategy. Correct. The problem right. is that people like me don't take the word control seriously, portion control. That's the second piece, which is the mindset. In other words, and, I'll walk... But in, now you know how. In other words, I'll walk into the kitchen yes. and I will put one piece of chicken yeah. and rice or whatever the yeah. side dishes on my plate. Yeah. So, okay, this is it for today. Yeah. Ten minutes later, I'm walking here. Had you eaten anything all day? Probably not. Oh, there you go. What if you had? Then maybe it would have been different. We're getting there, guys. But after, but after all these, there. after all these years, I don't know. I'm just saying, but you hear what I'm saying. You I hear. hear uh, Basia Kovacs yeah. is here. What do you have here in front of us? Okay, so what I have here, but I do want to go into the one more piece, which yeah. is that a lot of times um, my clients they don't have this strategy, and I haven't really clarified it 100. percent But they 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 have a decent strategy, maybe, but then they're not doing it right. So a lot of people know how to eat right. Like yeah. if I would have asked you, do you know how to eat right? You would say yes, right? Yeah. So a lot of people would say yes, but they but then they're not doing it. So that's where we go into the pieces. Why am I not doing what I want to be doing? You could do the same thing with Weight Watchers. Why am I not sticking with the program? But that's my whole business because I get into that and it's usually there's emotional eating and usually there's sometimes things from the past. And what percentage of people do you turn around? What's your record? Okay. My my record so far and I opened opened six months ago. Every single person and I do exit surveys. I do an eight week course. I do exit surveys. Every single person would say that they are reaching their goals but their goals are not only weight loss goals. It's feeling more in control. Eating more on schedule. Handling my emotions better. better. And I make them state non-scale goals before they get started and then halfway through we ask them and we keep going and by the time they're done they're more resilient if they, they don't quit as much they don't have that quitty you know like it's not working so quit they're less black and white so progress is not only going to be on the scale let's talk about this does that have to be done in person by the way or do you do this via zoom i also? do it via zoom also yeah and i actually have groups so, so that, really anybody yeah. in the world could join you anyone in the world could join me that's why i'm on jamie they made the whole world <laughs> <There you go. laughs> this is it yeah so these cookies and again uh, it's not that i'm against other cookies but right. it's hard to eat one you gotta eat six chocolate chip. it's much harder Correct. to control six you don't I, have to eat an entire <laughs> row of oreos <laughs> well oreos you know the studies on oreos there's good, research done that Oreos, that Oreos light the brain up in the brain scans the same way cocaine does. Which means Which that's, means why I'm eating, that's why I'm eating an Which entire Oreo. But stop. potato chips would be the same thing. Well, but salty it, items do that, right? Salty, salty items it. do that too, but the study, study was on Oreos. That, it's, um, I'm quoting research. Okay, so these cookies. These cookies were born out of what I consider balance. So there's a lot of diet cookies out there. So right. some will be fully sugar-free, and that's protein great, cookies. and it's for diabetic. And some will be protein cookies, right. and some will, you know, they'll, 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 they'll compromise. 
that. They got to compromise somewhere. It's not going to be Bubby's Heimer's chocolate chip cookies, right? right? So for me, I wanted the taste to be perfect. I wanted high fiber so that I stay full. I wanted high protein so that I can count it as a, a, a breakfast if somebody wants it as a breakfast. Um, and I wanted it to be um, all natural, so like agave, agave sugars instead of, you know, gar more garbagey sugars. A -G -A -V -E. We did it. We did it. Did you taste it yesterday? I have not tasted it yet. Would no. you like to taste it? <laughs> I'll taste it. I mean, I'll do it on the air. Oh, That's man. always hard for me to, yeah. to, to, to eat chew, and speak. To chew and... and, and but yeah. no, I'll have it. And uh, and you're saying that this is literally a good tasting cookie because plenty of the quote unquote healthy ones are not exactly this great tasting. And if, I would like to, I would love if you could taste it because if you say it's good and you're like resisting this whole, like, you know, this, this whole thing, I think I would be really honored. Oh, you know, like you like real food. Like you like your food. Correct. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Everyone always says, why waste calories on, on something? I'm like, why, yeah. <laughs> why waste eating on, on something? I'm right, healthy and right, terrible right, tasting. Right, right. So if you decide that this is worthy of eating, then I know I got it. All right, so what is this? This is, uh, how do people find it? How do people get it? What's okay. it called? Amazing. So thank God we're working with a distributor. Um, the, as we speak, the cookies are being, the rest of the cookies are being produced. I got a bunch of them just for the oh, show. Oh, how many varieties? There's just three, these three varieties. Nice. Um, they're being produced as we speak. They should be on store shelves within the next week or so as the distributor takes it and the if anybody on here is a store manager please ask for it um but um he already put in his order so it's 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 on its way um other than that there'll be a shopify account soon but it's not linked so they can message me um and they can come into your office and steal one of the bunch that i gave you right here <laughs> and they're asking for snacking what is this uh, how do we how do we refer to it we call these bk snacking, BK snacking. and it's the, the snack that loves you back and and you'll see you'll tell me if it's true or not um and it's about 150 60 70 calories some people think that's high for a dietetic cookie but it's a it could be a breakfast and you won't need to eat for another two three hours it's good two, like you're full i mean oh. i probably not eat till 4 p.m well, yeah well then but that's not a good strategy no. exactly. that's not then a good strategy you're getting it you're starting to speak the lingo trust me today i'll get it tomorrow yeah. i don't know if i remember it but today i'll get it uh awesome. information about all of this go to my bk coaching bk for basia kovacs again that's my bk coaching.com my bk coaching.com i'm assuming that um that all your services including the zoom classes etc yes uh, are all people They're will find all it there. all on the website. Also, I just I just put a pop-up on where if they just like to hear like hear little bits of inspiration, motivation, um, they can scan the code that will pop up on the website um, and they will be joined into my WhatsApp community. There's about 200 members who I message every single day with just a short little motivation, inspiration, sometimes entertainment, um, and it's been growing, you know, by leaps and bounds, um, and that's absolutely free. Obviously, it's just a what you know, it's a WhatsApp group, right. but it's, you know, it's it's a great way to just get started and also just hear hear more and they'll find approach. that image on the website? They'll find that image on the website. So it's mybkcoaching.com, mybkcoaching.com, and information about the... Uh about the cookies are not there yet. They, let me just give my but phone number. But I assume number. at some point they'll be It'll on, be on that the website. website too. But they can just call. They can sure. actually because most of most and this of is my the WhatsApp contact. Yes, this is the same WhatsApp contact. It's three four seven nine three eight. 9113. I answer every single person. I get, a, I don't know, a thousand texts a day about random different things and cookies and the coaching. And then all, by the way, all my clients get my private cell phone number. And if they're struggling in between their sessions, I will, I will, you know, unless, unless I can't because I'm busy or whatever, but I will 
be there with them through the week. So they take my private. So message. if someone's about to do one of these midnight binges, yes. they may contact they you. They do. So I, I <laughs> they so, do. Okay. So here's wow. what I say, and here's that what happens. Nerve. I'm going to show you a text later from midnight last night. It wasn't even about a midnight binge. It was about she was an emotional wreck. She, we went into her, you know, her the abuse that she had as a all child. Related all related to eating. Yeah, because a lot of people eat because they're stressed and they're stressed from years because, before. From years before, it's a little hard for men to understand. <laughs> it's a little wow. different for women. But um, when I tell them that I'm going to get back to them. I tell I, I always undersell, so I say within the day. Right. It's usually within the same minute. Unbelievable. Unless I'm with a client, then I'm focused, or with I'm with my family. Give I us that number to three four seven number one more time. Three four seven nine three eight nine one one. Remember that it's nine one one. It's not an emergency though. And then a three. Three four seven nine three eight nine one one three. I hope I don't get bombarded right now because I got to well, go work. Well, I hope you do get bombarded. <laughs> well, I hope we get I, bombarded. I don't know how this audience is going to react to all of this. We've done this before. Yeah. Uh, where where we've tried to encourage people to approach this from I don't know how we'd put it a psychological standpoint yeah. or yeah. more of a thinking person standpoint yeah. and. It takes an effort for people to, to believe they can they can uh, undertake this and go for it. Well, I think you're saying very right, which is that motivation has three parts, which is I want, and I think most people right. want. Um, I I know how, and I believe I can. Those two. That's where I come in. Like, I know how maybe the strategy is off. I believe I can, especially if people have had a lot of previous, you know, failures right with other with other diets. They stop believing that they can. Right. Um, I believe that people who have done extreme diets and quote-unquote failed, they can't see my quote marks, but quote-unquote failed, they didn't fail. The diet failed them because it was designed to be temporary with the intention of you'll go back afterwards to maintenance plan, but anything that's designed to be temporary, when you go off of it, that's not called failing, that's called doing exactly what it was intended for. Right. So my whole approach is don't do anything now that you're not going to do later. Understood. What are you yeah. having for dinner tonight? <sighs> my kids keep asking me. Well, what's a, <laughs> what's a typical dinner for you? A typical dinner in my house is everything that's in the same house is taco night, meatballs and spaghetti. I promise you tonight will be pizza night. Um, but you'll encourage one last slice? Last night was or? grilled chicken. But you'll no, my kids are kids. They don't need a mother telling them what to do. They eat very, very, very You don't worry about any balanced. of them overeating? No, I don't worry about any of them overeating. It happens to be they're all blessed with my husband's metabolism. You know that guy. Yeah, that he, yeah. I can put my hands around his waist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so most of them are blessed with that metabolism. But that being said, I still think it's important to eat nourishing food. So I right. try to make nourishing food. But I don't cook differently than um, You're so smart. You know why? Others. Yeah. Because there are parents that deprive kids of certain things. That and that backfires every time. <laughs> Including, by the way, for young babies. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's the worst thing you could do is to yes. deprive. Yes, and by the way, it's so interesting that you're saying that because a lot of times when I come, when I have a client that has very disordered eating patterns, like binging, you know, binging or binging and purging, if you trace it back, it doesn't just go back to childhood trauma. It goes back to childhood trauma related to food deprivation across the board. And I discovered this because I'm just doing this for so long and it actually blew my mind when I started putting together the pieces. Um, and so one of them, you know, so one of them will have a parent that just restricted their food terribly. One of them had just poverty, you know, poverty. Um, they didn't have it. Right, and they didn't have it. So, and, and it's not even an, only in abusive situations, meaning they could have had loving parents, but if they had food deprivation when they were younger, it oftentimes this, you know, I'll, I'll see the more disordered eating patterns that we call them, which is, you know, binging and purging or binging and, and, and stuff like that. It's pretty amazing. 
It's All right, I, I can seriously, I'm not saying this uh, in an exaggerated fashion, I seriously could talk about this all day. I could also, you know so, I well, do. you for sure I know, Ken. <laughs> all day, uh, every day. All I'll say yes. is that um, this has been a very valuable conversation. Amazing. I'm inviting you back. Thank you. I would love to come back. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that there are people out there that feel they can take advantage of your service yeah. because, uh, you know, changing eating habits is life changing. It is life changing. That's why I call it People transformation coaching. People feel so coaching. much better. It's transformation coaching because when I feel good in my body, everything starts to change. I have people that are starting to get jobs, getting more confident, right. asking for raises, like just all sorts of things. Enjoying a they, better social enjoying life. Enjoying a better social life, enjoying a better marriage, enjoying so many things that they, you know, it's not, I'm not saying that somebody who has weight to carry can't have these things, but if a person isn't comfortable in their body and then they get more comfortable in their body and also when a person gets more disciplined about their day just the way I'm talking about it which is you know eating early eating all this right so now I got to be on my game that they start bringing their a game across the board they're getting more done they're getting their laundry done better they're getting their they're crossing things off their to-do list right. faster because they're crushing it all day right well yeah. they're busier yeah and, and, <laughs> yes, and busy people them, get a lot I do done, keep so. them busy yes, right yeah and that it is as crazy as it sounds it's you know responsibility like you say don't get married if, until you can like take care of a plant like right. what about this <laughs> beautiful growing plant right here let's water it let's nurture it that's but, you know, that's what it is. Excellent. A uh, good time of year, by the way, to do this because there are plenty of people that like to use the summer months. Yes. To, you know, they have more time to pay yeah. attention to this. And yeah. they have more, And they want to go into Yunta feeling like they've and really accomplished you're something. You're saying exactly right. And a, a lot of people really have this plan like, okay, in the summer I'll get, I'll, right. I'll take control of it. So sing, thank you for helping me kick also, you it have, off. Honestly, you have, yeah. I, I, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but you have the three weeks and nine days, which for a lot of people is simp are simply by default a less eating time. Like they're not, going at you know you're not having there's less part there's less nighttime right exactly and stuff, right? so i think you have a very very social calendar no, my calendar my clients don't all have as much of right. a social calendar as you have but that would make sense for you this would be a really good right. time um and for people who have that kind of life where they're literally out all the time every night what i tend to happen i'm doing this for a long time what i tend to see happens is that it's like okay in the summer i'll have the time that, but then the summer also has one um I guess detriment or whatever Free or time? challenge, which is no schedule, no routine, right. right? So now dinner's later or it's casual or it's not even really happening or you're traveling and you're coming and you're going. So what looked like it oh, was the glistening. traveling with those snacks yes, on the road, yes, right? Yes, right. And then the summer's like glistening in the distance, like this is going to be the time. And then all of a sudden the summer's over and it's like, what did I do? I sat outside and I ate, you know, and I traveled and I went. Oh, well, yeah. there goes my plan. No, 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 no. Because we can have it all. We can have fun. We can go to Florida. We could eat. We could drink. We just got to know how and to have do it. Right. And have ice cream. And have ice cream. Like ice cream during yes. the summer? Yes. Oh, Don't deprive to, me of that. I, I go for ice cream like twice a week. Really? Yes. You want to know how I do ice cream? I go to Rita's. I don't get the ices. I get the I get the chocolate vanilla swirl. I tell them smallest cone and don't fill it up. D let let me tell you what to do. I'll tell you when to stop. And they go and they go. Nobody can see the first swirl and I say stop. And that's five six ounces of whatever it is and it's and, you enjoy and it's portion it. control and I enjoy it and I don't need more. It's heavy. It's a lot. You know. Anyway, now everyone knows how I do Rita's. But that's yeah. a great piece of advice. Yes, yes. So, it's, But it's the same ice cream. I'm not deprived. And I don't think people should feel hungry or deprived and do this. And I don't think it's sustainable right. if you're hungry or deprived. A nutritionist once said to me, don't get two slices of pizza. Get one and cut it in half and, yeah. and make believe you're eating two slices Do you want to laugh? We cut our pizza. In my house, we cut our, our in pies half. in half. 16 pieces. Yeah, but the thing is, we only end up buying like five or six because that's 10. And nobody right. really ends up needing that so much. So they are the eating salad. a half a slice eating, at a time. So, it depends which ones. My little ones I'm are saying, eating, but that's 
that's yeah. the norm. Yeah. And I say, buy a pie. I want there to be enough. And my son is like, I'm buying five, six slices because we throw throw it out every time. And this is like five pe- five people. Right. But that's it. Yeah. Like I said, I could speak about this all day. All right, thank informa- you for your time. A pleasure. <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming. And thank you for the cookies. I'm sure I will enjoy them. And I'm sure anybody who does sneak into this office will enjoy them as well. Uh, Basia Kovacs is available uh, to you and to everybody to speak about all this and to... Um, and uh, you have an opportunity to explore her professional services in this area. If you go to mybkcoaching.com, mybkcoaching.com, uh, a conversation about health and wellness, a rarity here at JM in the AM, but a very, <laughs> very you, important I appreciate topic. that you did this. I appreciate it. And when it. we take out the liver, the chopped liver and cracker shop this morning, I will be thinking of you. Wait, can you picture how much is just right? Yeah, two of them. All right. Instead of 20 of them. All right, let's do it. Make sure you eat something before you, have a cookie before you go to shul, then you're going to do it. You see, I happen to like water. If I would just fill up on water before I went to shul, I'd be But you probably don't get a lot of chances to do a lot of drinking in between. No, I get enough of an opportunity. But I I find the water thing is is what you said. People, some people like it, some people just don't like it. For me, it's challenging. Also, I sit with clients back to back literally for eight, you know, five, six, seven, eight hours at a time. I have to like sip and then I just go. I, I don't have an opportunity to actually drink enough and then go go to the bathroom i don't have that break you know right, um, so that. that's where the challenge lies but thank you Nahum. keep drinking your water <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> drink responsibly and enjoy the cookies and on the next segment you report back <laughs> i'll report back all right yeah. and uh and and uh, people can go to the website eventually the cookies will be available there mybkcoaching.com more my thanks to basia kovacs more coming up it is in fact a thursday morning broadcast here at jm in the a.m Same. 
get see the light my parents shine towards me. What I thought I saw was not really that so beautiful and nothing can compare. We fought so hard to get it while I sit here and neglect it. It's so beautiful, but I couldn't see it yet. You see me running, oh, running back to you, running back to you. you. See me running, running back to you. The years kept on going, felt like the leaf that was blowing in the wind. But the signs kept on showing. Light kept on glowing till the end. Oh, <laughs> 
Thank <laughs> you. 
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Shalom Barinholtz and Tzvila Schopa, Otcha done by Isaac and Rubenstein. Running back to you, our friends from Waterbury and Simcha was Lenny Solomon here at J.M. in the A.M. A Thursday morning broadcast, full schedule, of course, including the live lunch with Yassi's Wag at 11 a.m. Eastern time, including Mark Zamek. Kedem presents the Arab Shabbos show with Mark at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. tomorrow. How is Mark going to do the Erev Shabbos show if at the same time his son is getting married? Well, that's the magic of the Nachum Siegel Network, most of which is controlled by Mark Zamek. <laughs> so we look forward to sharing in the Simcha and at the same time Mark presenting the Erev Shabbos show presented by Kedem tonight at 7 p.m. right here on NSN. Mazal Tov to the Lovett and the Zamek families. Rabbi Mrs. Baruch Lovett, our dear friends Rochelle and Mark Zamek and their families. Tonight, Miri and Adam Tovi are getting married. We say Mazal Tov to the extended families, including the uh, the Lovitz, the Dicksteins, the Zameks, the Weinbergs. Mazal Tov to everybody. And of course, uh, Mark and his family go way back with our family. In addition to that, I don't have to tell you what Mark does for this network and uh, being able to celebrate with Rochelle and Mark and the entire family tonight will be amazing. So Miri and Adam Tovia, Mazal Tov to you, to uh, Rabbi Mrs. Baruch Lovett and their family, Mazal Tov to you, and of course to the Zomics and Weinbergs, a big, big Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Cannot wait to celebrate this evening. Big, big Yashikach to those responsible for Kosher Palooza uh, great job yesterday. Really great job. Beautiful day. Lots of people. A lot of great presentations. Clock of oath to everybody responsible for Kosher Palooza. Saw our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, there yesterday. Ralph and I should have gotten on a plane. We should have gone straight from Kosher Palooza to Newark Airport and gotten on a plane to Oakland. Yeah, if we, if we would have realized what uh, what would happen in the Yankee-Oakland game last night, we probably would have done it, frankly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I thought of that this morning. When I heard the news of what uh, the Yankee pitcher uh, Domingo Herman had done in Oakland, a perfect game, which is a rarity for those of you who know baseball. That is a rarity, but uh, quite an accomplishment to say the least. Anyway, uh, call a vote again to everybody in charge of Kosher Palooza. Great to see that crew yesterday. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline weekly update, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to join us. And, of course, Harry Rothenberg and Rabbi Yudin, everything you'd expect on a Friday here at JMM, even with the 4th of July weekend coming up. We are still doing what we do on a daily basis after 40 years here at JM in the AM, I am proud to say. Have a fabulous Thursday. Until tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.